Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Thank you for joining us. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, your Mainline Executive Coaching to Leadership, ACT Act and Action and Cultural Transformation. We're here to take a look at something that's a little uncomfortable, but happens quite a bit, aren't we, Rich? This yeah, my- uh, uh, uncomfortable is our middle word, our middle name. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Pushing it out there, getting uncomfortable again. Yes. I'm Michael Bailey. And so we're going to take a look at this notion of, hey, I'm here to wreck your business. It's happening more than you might think it is. What is that all about? <laughs> yeah, not hey, not to wreck your there. business. <laughs> and these are people supposed to be helping. Yes, yes. So let's talk it, about It's one. happening a lot. We we see this. It's uh talking to quite a few different uh folks that we we work with. Um we see a trend in some areas and and especially when you're talking about um uh, well, the, well, there's probably four or five areas I think we ought to hit. First of, uh, first and foremost is M&A, reorganizations. Uh, another one is is talent, uh, choosing the right talent, uh, promoting the right talent. All of these things, th- those three things, and probably a couple others we'll, we'll address, can really wreck your business if it's not done right. And we've actually seen this firsthand. Uh, recently, yeah. not not just with one company, with with uh, you know a few different companies. Um, so, what, what, let's start with one of these, Michael. Let's start with the M and A. All right. So, you got this business that comes in and merges or acquires another business, and uh, since they're the predominant one, they come in and say, "Now we're going to be making the rules, putting people into uh, positions, or readjusting that." The, the the processes that we're going to be using, all that kind of stuff. I, I'll give you an example of one. that A business bought another business. It was actually a smaller business than the business that they acquired, but somehow they got the capital. The capital, uh, the business that they bought, extraordinary business in terms of marketing, just, just stuff that they did in servicing their clients. It, they were just, they are the top notch. They are the best at it. This other company, they're kind of like, yeah, they're like a C plus level, you know, but the money was right. So this other company agreed to go along with it. Certain people went on, other people, they just bought out. The problem was that the, the, the company that bought them had not had no ability, didn't have the sophistication or the maturity to play at the level of the company that they acquired. 
the result of that was everybody in the the company that they acquired are being dummied down. They're not allowed to perform and yes. and do at the level that they can really do, which brought extraordinary performance, extraordinary results. Just it, it, again, that's why they're so attractive. But the company that bought them just doesn't get it. They just aren't. I don't know. It was sophisticated, mature, that bright. Yeah. And so what's happening now is there, there's been a mass exodus of people just saying, I don't want to deal with that kind of crap. That's not what I do. And in fact, some of the best stuff in that organization out the window, we're not doing it. And the result of that is they really are. They really are wrecking their own company without even realizing they're wrecking the new company. And ironically, they're wrecking the, 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 the company that they started out with because they just don't get it. Yeah. One of the most important things for companies to do uh, and uh, is their homework. Their homework. Who are the people that we are going to be working with? What what strengths do they have? What strengths in their organization can we incorporate in, into who we are? It's not just about I'm coming in, our way is the best, our way or the highway, and that's how it is. In In, in one organization, Michael, we're working with, uh, and talking to some people in the the HR department has has gone about trying to figure out why things aren't working. So in order to do this, they're they've incorporated 360s across the board. They're doing 360s out there for all the leadership, trying to find out where the problems lie, and that's not that's not the answer. It simply is not the answer. You know that that, that can become a that can become a witch hunt versus really looking about you know where the, exactly. where the problems lie. It, it, the three hundred and sixty is a tool to help get a better perspective about what's going on. Yes, the company I was re- referring to the first time they're not even doing the three hundred and sixties. Or see how yeah. someone's improved or, or improved or where they can improve. It's not it's not designed to find out where our problems are. Yeah, and, and so it goes that goes to motivation. What is the motivation here? Is the motivation to you know to CYA stuff? Is that what the motivation is? Is it is it to be able to fix the blame, get the blame away from somebody else? Somebody else I had a was on a conference call today. He said it really well. It made me laugh. He said, you know, at that C level, they tend to be pretty forgiving about their mistakes. You know, well, we made this thing. Well, this, well, here's why we did that. At that C level, they're very forgiving. Yeah. However, when they take it to the rest of the organization, they're not very forgiving. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. So there's that there's that question of motivation. What's the motivation to get the information? Is it to really get the information for critical thinking and analysis to come up with better ways of doing it, better ways of processing, better ways of building teams, build better relationships and all that kind of stuff? Is it about that or is it about just making yourself right? That yep. becomes the issue. Yeah, that becomes the issue. That's right. That's right. Another big factor in this, and this has happened in these some of these same organizations, is they have promoted the wrong uh, people into into leadership positions. You know, it's always about talent. Always has been about talent. Always will be about talent. And if you're you're simply promoting somebody into a position, um. Either through the good old boy network, which truly exists, and we've seen this, you know, in, in some other instances, but, but promoting someone that might have been had a certain title in another organization, or even within your organization, and we figure, well, this guy's going to do good in this position. And the, the the thing is, it's not about knowing your job; 
that's not what we're talking about. You might know your job very well. You not, might know uh, your products and services very well. But if you're not capable of leading at, at a, a particular level, that's going to go against not only yourself, it's going to go against the people who have promoted you into that position or, um, you know, and eventually there's going to be burnout. There's going to be bad feelings. There's going to be lost time. There's going to be lost money. It, understanding who you're promoting to a, into a particular position is absolutely critical for the for the well-being of the organization. And the key words you used, it was capable. Now, capable is one of those things you can just kind of say, well, the person's capable. No, you really got to dissect that. You got to break that down. Do they have the talent? Do they have the just the innate talent to lead? Yeah. Do they have the experience to lead? Do they have the skills that they've developed over time? Yeah. Do so. Do, do they then they do they have that capacity to do that? Yeah. Do they have the motivation, the ambition to become a great leader yeah. in the organization? So that word capable is such a broad stroke that it, it, at some level it doesn't mean anything unless you start breaking down what are the traits, what are the qualities. What are the things that are really, really necessary here and required for that person to step into that thing? So yes. it becomes, a, you know, human beings like to kind of make things really simple. That's hard work to go figure that stuff out because you got to really dig in to what's required and the necessary, the, the position and the, and the different people that are that have that opportunity. It's much uh, that they have that potential to go into that. What's easier, which is so much easier, is saying. Instead of getting the right talent in place, which was what your earlier reference was, yeah. it's, it can be about who can I hire or put in that position to tip the scales to go in the way that I want it to go to protect me. Oh, absolutely. To, to, yeah. You know, feed my ego and my position rather than what's best for the organization. Now, we saw that recently with a particular company. They 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 let somebody go who is just an amazing person and in terms of that manufacturing just got incredible results. Got rid of that guy because he wasn't tipping in the right way. Great great talent for the organization, but for those people that are eh, you're not quite doing it the way it makes me look good. Right. So they yep. let go of that guy. They brought somebody else in. Things went down. This guy had it. The new hire he walked, and now they're in a complete disarray. Yeah. And now there's such a disarray, they may shut down the entire factory. Yes. And why was that? Was it because the factory couldn't do what the factory was designed to do? No, it's the morons up above. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're all about, it's about me, 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 me. Yeah. So they're destroying. They've got problems in other areas of their company too. It's the leadership. Hi, we're taking over. We're here to help you. We're here to wreck your company. Because they yes. just don't know what to do. And they're they and they're, to they're, do. they're so blind to the fact that they don't know what to do, they don't even know that they don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, John Matone um talks about pulling the right talent levers, pulling the talent levers. You got to make sure that the, those talent levers you're pulling are the correct ones. It's just like maybe pulling the wrong switch in a train yard and sending the train off into into wherever, but it's not in the right place. Um, and that goes right down, Michael, to hiring, hiring the right people. Uh, we were talking about this uh, just just yesterday, 
And this has kind of been a big topic lately with Gen Z versus the, the millennials. There are 30% less Gen Z than there are millennials. And so it becomes even more critical to make sure that your pipeline, your leadership pipeline, is filled with the right people and you're getting them the right development. Uh, you know, there's no shortage of STEM skills out there, people with STEM skills, you know, phenomenally bright people with all these STEM skills. The one thing that is truly missing in leadership and young leadership, especially emerging leaders, is those soft skills. The soft skills that can really make a difference. Without those, you know, there's, there's, you're kind of shooting from the hip. Yeah, when you've got a reduction in terms of resource available, then that resource that you have is much more valuable because it's it's limited. It's not as much as it was before. Right, and right. To be able to take that and see that also, it goes back to this very simple thing of not only getting the right people in the right places, but do you have before that, do you have the right people in the right places to make those kinds of decisions? It, that exactly, it, exactly. Are are the people that are making the decisions truly qualified to make them? And that doesn't simply mean that they know the business. You know, phenomenally bright people out there who know their business, know their company, know their jobs, but don't have uh, the real ability to choose a talent. Michael, there's there's some things that I I, I don't think all of our listeners know about us. But we have both worked with um, job applicants and people looking for uh, to get back in the workforce uh, for years. You much longer than than I have. And we see this a lot. We see this, you know, quite a bit where some of these folks are trying to get into uh, positions that, you know, they've had great careers. They've had great uh you know, opportunities to succeed, but they don't have the real skills they need to get back in the workforce. Their real skills to even even to push beyond where they were at. They don't have the soft skills to go beyond that. And it becomes yeah. a level of frustration. They get into positions, and we've seen this um, more than once. They get into a position, they get uh, hired to start at a job, and pretty soon they're let go again because they're just not ready. So a lot of this, what we're we're talking about is is even if you're out of work, even if you're you know lower down on the leadership uh, ladder, whatever in the in the company, even if your company's not doing the right thing by taking care of you and, and developing you, you need to make sure you're doing it yourself. So you're not one of these guys coming in and inadvertently wrecking the company, because that can happen. Yeah. And, it, and the fact of the matter is, is what you're talking about is it, what's your focus? Yes. Yeah. Focus is huge because what you focus on is where you're going to go. It's what you're going to do. And it is what you're going to become. And the other thing about focus is that is this is that by focusing, you know, making deliberate decisions on about what you're going to focus on, you automatically sacrifice or you get rid of things that are not, that are not helpful to you. You've only got so much headspace. You've only got so much time. You've only got yep. so much energy. And if you're you're you're, you're twittering away, you know whatever it is, the stuff 
that takes away from what it is that you want to become. And that's what, what it will come what it comes down to this is, is there's a level of who are you developing yourself to become? What kind of leader are you developing yourself to become? Yes. What kind of leader is it necessary for you to become that you must become for those people? Or when you're applying for a position, what is it that you're bringing? Not just a resume. You're bringing who it is that you are. You're bringing all that stuff there. And and many people don't know how to position themselves when it comes to, you know, in an interview. They got to know what they're bringing in terms of not only the experience, but the quality of their work, the quality of the changes that they can bring about in that organization. If you don't know what that is, if you can't articulate that, you're going to have a hard time selling yourself to that employer. And that's what we're getting about here is you got to know who you are so that you know that you're able to fill that position and do it really, really well. If not, you're going to be in this position of, now you become the guy, hey, I'm here to wreck your business. Yep. Not me too, but that's kind of what it comes out to be. So what is it we can tell these folks about, okay, what do you want? What what can we help you with to do to kind of move that along for you folks? First thing, I I want to go back to the M&A and some of these 360s. Let's let's talk about that for a minute, because that truly is the wrong way to go about trying to find out where the problems in your company are. The motivation is wrong. Right. Yeah. And especially if you are uh, doing it already, because in a lot of ways, you're already viewed as a bad guy. Get someone like us to come in and instead of doing a 360 on people, let us do a cultural analysis of your organization. There you go. Where you where you are currently now. And I'm going to caution you again. Don't do it yourself because you'll never, ever get the answers you're after. and. Most times, the answers you're going to get if you do it yourself, you're not going to be prepared for them. Simply put, uh, we have some great assessments, great cultural ability to come in and and help you understand what's going on with your culture, especially in a, in a reorganization and those sort of things. 360 is absolutely the wrong way to go about that. You need to find out where your culture is. Uh, and that's one I think. De- well, definitely, we know we can we can help on that. Yeah, get the cart before the horse, sort of thing. Yes, learning how to to interview, simply interview people, I think is a skill that a lot of people feel they may have because they're in a certain title. They may have now become a decision maker or someone that is now interviewing people, and not having the skills to interview somebody. That's a, a skill that you just don't acquire because you have a brand new position. It doesn't work that way. And you doing the very best you can, you know, no fault against you, maybe uh, maybe putting the wrong people in the wrong place without having those skills. What do you think about that, Michael? We've seen this. Well, I, I think interviewing uh, for uh an employee is a very, very high skill level that I think most people don't even begin to understand the skills that are involved. I don't think they even yeah. understand the background that's necessary to get that. That's why there is such a huge uh, failure rate in hiring good people because the yeah. people hiring don't yeah. get it. Now, that's the first part of it, obviously. They don't know how to do that. The second part is then, of course, the onboarding, That's which is another subject altogether. Oh, yeah, we, we can do, you we know, my feelings on onboarding. Yeah, so 
again, it is this this ongoing position of really, if you take a look at it, do you have what it takes to really help the organization? Are you really clear about it? Do you know what the organization is about? Do you understand how it works? Because we can walk in with so many assumptions that are so wrong that we think we're doing good, but but actually we're doing a great harm to people. So to become really good and proficient at what it is that you do is no easy thing. It is difficult. It is hard. It is challenging. It does not happen overnight. It happens over time. And that's what we want to communicate to you as well. Yes. Is that that deep study, that deep work, that deep commitment, that that really, you know, connected conscientious diligence and hardworking is what makes great talent happen, not only for yourself, but for your teams, for your yes. whole organization. So much of it, it's unfortunate we're in organizations um, or in a culture now, it's kind of like, well, let's just get by. Let's just do the least amount we can do. That is that is the, obviously the formula for destruction. That is the, that is the yes. formula for implosion. Yes. We've got to get back to some just, it's hard to say it, but just some old-fashioned principles of what success is and how to make it happen. Yeah. That's just the fact. Otherwise, the default button is, yeah, that's it, man. That's it. And the other thing is do not wait to develop that leadership pipeline. Don't procrastinate that one. Get, better yet, get yourself in it. Get yourself oh, in don't it. Don't be the person I'm going to help develop it. No, get yeah. yourself into the leadership development process. Right. Because right. unless you've been there and you've done the hard work, you don't know what it is. Neither do you know how to recognize it. No. Uh, very good point. Very good point. All right. We've gone on long enough for the day. We've tortured you long enough. We have. So. <laughs> All righty. Uh, you know what? We've got some new listeners. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. Uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That's right. Yeah. Some people in Japan. Yeah. In Oregon. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon. Yeah. yeah. We we appreciate that. You're spreading the word. Yeah. Yeah. Keep spreading the word. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. So, and until next time, executive leaders act, ILEC.com, M. Bailey at intelligent leadership, EC.com, our Baron at intelligent leadership, EC.com. Heck, you can even come to our houses. <laughs> you can even come drop drop by and knock on the door and we'll 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 invite you on in. Rich does smoke meat. So you want yeah, him, yeah, you want him come there. Come on over for lunch. You bet. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, folks. All the best to you. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.